homeschool friends, and welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast. I am Kim, and I am here today with... Vicki. And our buddy Sabrina, I think, is on the road somewhere on the way to Florida. Um, so you got a duo today. We are here to talk about... Salt. Salt. Yeah, salt is good. Yes. Yeah, so it's salt not a, and light and yeah, it's all not, kinds of stuff. Not cooking. Not cooking, no. And not and not chemistry. No, thankfully. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So SALT is an acronym for Service and Leadership Team. So one of the best things that we can give our kids is to teach them how to serve mm-hmm. and how to be leaders, because all kids will be leaders in something. Someday. Absolutely. Like they'll either be a parent Uh or a president. Yep. Or something in between. Yeah. Right? (laughs) They might be a leader on a church committee Mm -hmm. or a Mm -hmm. part of a church thing or something Mm -hmm. in their neighborhood or even just in their family, you know? And, you know, we have as Christians the, the lifestyle given to us by Christ himself of service. Oh, yeah. But you want to know a cool thing? Oh, tell me a cool thing. All right. All right. So one of the number one ways to treat social anxiety is by doing volunteer work service. Whoa. I'm I'm not kidding. I love it. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. And, you know, most teenagers are socially anxious at some point or the other. You know, they doubt themselves and they get nervous before they go somewhere unless they're the big extrovert, ENFPs, you know. Um, But so so what what in our little homeschool community locally, Mm. you've been really involved in our umbrella school there in salt teams yeah yeah we we've had actually vicky was one of the people who helped start our local umbrella school um along with seven sister marilyn um so she's been a part of that forever and ever and and we've had all kinds of variations and varieties Mm -hmm. of leadership teams and um, just since you you mentioned since you brought in Jesus in the beginning, <laughs> as well, one of the model at our school is servant leadership, which mm-hmm. is Jesus's you know model of service. Um, and you will find everybody and anybody at our school pitching in and doing things. So mm-hmm. they get that the kids get that from the top. Yeah, you know when Vicky was there. She'd be emptying trash cans, you know, cleaning bathrooms. Marilyn still, you know, running the vacuum. Marilyn mopped the floor in the mm-hmm. in the big meeting room yesterday. So we are we try to really set that role model. Um, and there's always an interesting balance because sometimes when they see other people doing it, kids think, "Oh, yeah, somebody's got it. I don't need to do it." Right, right. Um, yeah. And we we have to kind of be careful with that. So yeah. um, to invite them in on it. Exactly, yes. yeah. exactly. And we actually had an interesting thing yesterday. We have a wonderful group of kids that regularly. We don't have a custodian at our school. We use mm. a, a local church, um, and we are responsible for cleaning up after ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we are always teaching and reminding folks that at lunch times and what have you. And toward the end of the day, um, and we typically have a small group of very dedicated students who will clean up our big gathering room that we affectionately call the tank, like an aquarium tank. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but what we found is a lot of those students are on our swim team, or they are managing our swim team. And so what we have realized is sometimes when there's a big swim meet for our school, like yesterday. 
we looked around and thought, oh, no, there's not going to be anyone left at the end of the day to help clean. Because <laughs> they have to leave early for the swim meet. Exactly, right? Their meet was early. Um, and so yesterday was a, a prime example of one of those times. So at lunchtime, I started talking to the students. And I said, you know, our usual, like, everybody help me thank the people who usually clean so that you don't even think about the fact mm-hmm. that somebody cleans up after us all the time. So let's all thank them. And we gave them a round of applause. And... Um, and they're all a very shy group, and they don't do it for the attention. So they just kind of, yeah, yeah, no. Um, and so I started planting the seeds early in the day. So we're going to need extra help. So you can help buy. And I just started sharing with them, you know, look around right now. What can you clean up right now? What can you put away that's yours that you're not going to use the rest of the day? What can you throw in the trash? What can you recycle? If your friends are already gone to class, what can you clean up for them? You know, you don't, it doesn't always have to be just be yours. And then throughout the afternoon, we kept just kind of saying, okay, you know, everybody, you know, look around you. What else needs to be cleaned up? And started also saying, so who can stay and help? Who wants to stay for five minutes, 10 minutes, a half an hour, an hour, if you're waiting for your friend or what have you? And so we had a, a new group of students, some of them who have never done anything at school. And the really neat thing was at the end, the pride that they had, and just you could tell that they just felt good that they had contributed right, and that they had accomplished making this room ready for the next group, which is another co-op who's going to use it today, um, and for the church to use it. So it was was a really really interesting day for us, you know, not not our common day. So one one of the the values of the school is that idea of service, Mm -hmm. and one of the things I've appreciated about having Kim, we're going to just like like pat each other on the back fast here, Um, but is that you are able to talk to the young people and express a need Mm -hmm. in a guilt-free way. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the, the... if, if I was going in there, I would present the problem and the solution. Uh-huh. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, Kim goes in there and is just curious about, mm. like, who's able to, to do this. Oh, yeah. And uh, so rather than, although, you know, my as a counselor, here's the problem, here's the solution, that works really good in that setting. Mm. But what teenagers and usually groups of people mm-hmm. want is to have an invitation. Mm. Rather than a solution dropped in their lap. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, if somebody comes to you and they're telling you their problem, Mm -hmm. they really don't want advice. Oh, right. They just want you to listen. And as as you listen, they generally figure it out themselves. Mm -hmm. And teenagers are very much like that and groups of people. Mm -hmm. If you go with a curious problem, like, I wonder what would happen. Uh You know, here's the thing. I wonder, you know, who. Yeah. And uh, and then that's an invitation Mm. for kids who haven't had the courage to step up before. Mm -hmm. So it it worked out really well. So if we're going to develop SALT teams, you know, groups of students who are servants and leaders. Yep. They they basically need to start with an invitation that that curious question like who can do this yeah absolutely and finding finding a way that they feel comfortable so like like Vicky mentioned like not everybody wants to be the kind of leader that stands up and directs people mm-hmm. and that sort of thing so and some people don't think of 
other any other kind of leadership. Like right. they think of leadership as being very positional. Mm-hmm. Like I have, I am the principal. I am the head of this committee. Mm-hmm. I'm the cleanup crew person. So yeah. I have to do this. Um, and so we can kind of present to them like, oh, hey, there's a bunch of kids that stay after school and help do this. Would you like to join us? Mm-hmm. And now it's it's an invitation to, and it's an opportunity for them to get to meet some other people, to get to do something with other people. Um, so you're creating a sense of belonging. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, this is like people, Kim has been making this thing work for years. Like and and there's yeah. no such thing as a perfectly running machine as Never. long as there are humans. <laughs> like it, it just doesn't. Nope. I mean, you could have a dictator and it might give a semblance of it, but not really. It's not really. Yeah. So what what Kim has done for years is create a culture of inclusiveness of of you belong here and we like you mm-hmm. and here would you join us doing this or that uh-huh. and so that you know people. I'm such a research geek. One of the tenets of health they're finding, mm. if, if somebody has is going to have a good immune system, mm-hmm. one of the most important ways of keeping an immune system strong is by uh, feeling a belongingness. People need to feel they belong somewhere wow. in order for their immune system to be okay. Is that not crazy? That's powerful. So you're actually giving the kids a gift. Wow. But that's like like it's a Kim thing. So I was gonna yeah. say you have the coolest info ever. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a um, yeah. That is very fascinating. Yeah. yeah. And it, it makes sense because you feel you and you know all the chemicals and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but you do. You feel it when you're when you mm-hmm. belong and you're a part of a team, mm-hmm. you even if you are not a um, you know, I, we kind of have this idea sometimes that extroverts want to be part of a team and introverts want to be left alone. And that's that's kind of a myth. I think mm-hmm. there's there are we we like to be involved in different ways, maybe yeah. and maybe at different levels. Um, but it's very important for everyone to feel welcomed and feel like they belong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like an, an extrovert may like to come into a room and talk loud and get attention, mm-hmm. and an introvert might like to come in the room and quietly start helping and then go home and read a book for an hour to recharge, yep. but everybody feels better. You know, yeah. even a kid who is on the autism spectrum and so isn't going to feel comfortable in the thick of 14 people working on something, they might feel good. Um, if they had a small thing to work on in the corner. Mm-hmm. I remember years ago when a, a really tough circumstance had happened and, mm-hmm. and we had all the students get together and kind of encourage each other. Mm-hmm. And one of our young fellows who was on the spectrum, um, he was there as because he was part of the team. You know, they oh, yeah. they he felt included. But all he wanted to do was just be at a table on the other side of the room yeah. and do something with his hands. Yeah. And when and, uh, you know, one of the grown-ups came and said, hey, you want to come over and work on this project these group of kids are working on? And uh, and he said, no, I'm no, just here you. for support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he felt he felt very, very included mm-hmm. in his way. Yeah, yeah. So, and he knew that he was, he, he just, his presence was his way of saying to people, I, I care too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not yeah. one right way to serve. Of course. <laughs> or to be part of a, a salt team. Right. But yeah. I love the concept of a salt team. Mm-hmm. It, it, that doesn't sound right. 
Because it's yeah, like A-S-S-A-U-L-T. Yeah, right. S-A-L-T. So service and leadership team. Salt teams. teams. There you yeah, go. So salt teams. Right. Yeah. Um, that, that if teens have a feeling of belonging, then they will feel better and have mm-hmm. more to give mm-hmm. to their culture that they're creating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. At one point, one of our, Vicki and I were talking and uh, our kids don't get into names a lot. And mm-hmm. I know that my names are kind of a little old for them. You know, and I'm always saying, what's a better name? What's a better name? So that's how we came up with salt at one point. And it was when the, you know, the term salty was very popular. And they said, oh, we got to add a yo on the end of it. So we were salty, yo. uh, But it was service and leadership team. So, yeah, kids do that. That made them feel empowered because they felt like they were a part of that decision making process. Yeah. One of the things I know when I was part of the the leadership Mm -hmm. team before we we actually thought it through and made it a SALT team, um, we would empower the kids with soft skills Mm -hmm. uh, so that they could, you know, they would know the behaviors to do. To do this. Um, So we would teach them to start a conversation Mm -hmm. or walk up to the new kid in the classroom that they didn't know and say hi. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just very basic social skills because you know, a lot of people don't have them. Yeah. If you've ever visited a new church, you may have noticed that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, people are looking out of the corner of their eyes and oh they my. know there's a stranger there, you oh, know, yeah. but they don't know what to do with it. Oh, yeah. And that, like, that's, it's kind of a, a human thing if we don't have the specific tools to put our shoulders back and our chin up and smile mm-hmm. and say, hi, my name is. And so we would have the kids actually literally practice it on each other. It was, cheesy as what but they remember it we just did that actually in psychology yesterday we did the superman pose (laughs) not exactly the same context yeah where you stand up and put your hands on your hips and your shoulders back and just stand there for a couple of minutes and how it changes your whole uh perception and your chemistry and you feel more confident and more comfortable biologically more confident indeed and then we walked around and everyone shook hands with each other Uh you know compared our handshakes and talked about not being too wimpy but also not crushing anyone's hand and 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 how to look them in the eye when yeah. they shook hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that that when teens have those skills that they can pull out of their bag when they need them, mm-hmm. they feel more confident and can act like even if they don't feel like a leader, they can act out the role. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And then if by practicing it, then it becomes more comfortable, and mm-hmm. then it doesn't feel as much like a role. It feels mm-hmm. like just oh, I'm in this situation. This mm-hmm. is what I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we've also found that the service is a big part of it for Absolutely, us. Absolutely, yes. Um, so, um, you know, where we have students who maybe the leadership part isn't all that appealing to them. You know, some so it never hurts to have something leadership on your transcript. You know? Absolutely. If, yep. you're, if you're looking to go to college and there's no shame, actually there's lots of value in thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. And what do I want my transcript to look like when mm-hmm. I've finished high school? Um and so these are the kinds of things we actually came up with a name for ourselves because I was writing recommendations for students uh-huh. going to college and I realized, what do I call what we do <laughs> and who we are? And I thought, okay, so we needed a name that yeah. not only identifies us but mm-hmm. describes who we are. I don't want some goofy name that a college is going to say, what's what? that? Yeah. But service and leadership team looks really good. Very obvious. So so what you guys have done is is 
empower the kids to come up with ways to serve that mm-hmm. fits who their personalities are. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, and I think that's important to know, like, God puts these people together, mm-hmm. and that's for a reason. Yeah. And so the gifts that are in them should be, you know, used in, yeah. in service. So so tell us some things that the kids are doing this year. Well, and, and it's important to follow their passions. That's something yeah. I, I, yeah. you know, we've, we've always shared, too. Um, so I have one student who is... Um, he's looking at going to med school down the road, and he's been volunteering at the local children's hospital. Mm-hmm. And so he came to us and he said, I'd love to do a drive to collect items that the children can use in the playroom or in their rooms, um, books, videos, um, like games, uh, games card games, things that they can play that they can that aren't so expensive mm-hmm. um, that they have to... Um, you know, but they're that are um, very user friendly mm-hmm. that they could use in a hospital room, sitting on their little hospital mm-hmm. tray that mm-hmm. everybody gets, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing, and that are uh, inexpensive enough that they can just go right home with that with that yeah. child or yeah. whatever. Um, and so he's going to bring in a list. And so here's where the leadership training comes in. As I said, okay, that's fabulous. So what do you what are we going to do timeline wise? So uh-huh. we sort of do a little planning and we do uh-huh. our who what how why when and where. Awesome. Um, and then we send out an email to mm-hmm. our email list for the school. Mm-hmm. So I actually am having the students write a draft of the email and then uh-huh. we'll help them. Uh-huh. But um, so I encourage them to come up with they need a list of items to suggest to people Mm -hmm. or if there's any definitely don't bring this item or and do you want to accept money as well and then Uh, could we go shopping for items so answer all those questions and then have to figure out where are we going to collect it and who's going to be responsible Uh for managing Uh it and so sometimes they just want to sort of do it on their own but many times they'll get a team of their friends to help out so they're also gaining some organizational skills as y'all coach them through the process. Mm-hmm. As am I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like, like I resemble that. Every, every time we do one, we get a little better. <laughs> yeah, I also have some of your kids collecting things for an animal shelter. Yeah, yeah. We have another student who actually, with her counselor, they came up with the idea that it was good for her to have a project. Oh. And so she and she loves animals. She's very artistic. Uh-huh. She does a lot of artwork with animals and she thought it would be a great idea so she's going to do a similar project but with a different focus (laughs) and so she's leading us in collecting items to donate to an animal shelter and so we're going through the same process with her now she's a little bit younger so Mm -hmm. i'm willing to uh i'm expecting to do a little more hand holding with that one yeah i'm certainly willing to hold hands with both of them Uh um and we're uh, carefully timing them because we're Mm -hmm. talking about the the group we we want our community to be able to contribute without feeling overburdened or having to choose one or the other. That's good, yeah. Um, yeah. So you have to know your population, and yeah. that's part of that process. Exactly, yeah. right. So we've kind of figured out one of them is more go clean out your garage and your basement mm-hmm. and get old towels and blankets and whatever uh-huh. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the other one is more reach into your pocket or uh-huh. you know go purchase something yeah. so they can exist differently. Yeah. Um, and then we also have really neat opportunities for our students to serve. We do um, a few events during the year where we come together and we pray and we worship. Um, and so we have a little ad hoc worship team, uh-huh. and uh-huh. it changes every year, more or less. Uh-huh. Um, 
And it's very interesting to see. Sometimes I sort of know in advance kind of who's going to be the leader on this uh-huh, group and, uh-huh. and who's going to. And then there's, you know, this this year I have a wonderful student who's has been just blossoming oh. as as an independent as an individual and as a leader mm-hmm. and so she's taking more responsibility for helping choose the music mm-hmm. you know some years it's just been i pretty much chose mm-hmm. the music other years i have a group that they're good enough and comfortable enough and know what they're doing and they don't even really need me i give them the book and i say here's all the stuff we already have take a look if you mm-hmm. want to do something different we do and we pick a few songs, and we have a few practices, and then you know they lead the the congregation, the community in uh-huh. worship. Uh-huh. And um, one of the things I always just try to impart to them is this is not a performance, um, and we're not a an ongoing team. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So no one expects us to be perfect. But what people really just want to do is we're just inviting them to join us in worshiping. Yeah. And that, that sense of humility and service rather than this is a performance yeah. is, is giving them another set of skills. And of course, you've got your cleanup teams. Absolutely. And I tell you what, if, if all of us humans, we need cleanup jobs. Oh, my. It is so important mm-hmm. to think about in an organization the nitty gritty mm-hmm. is like it's 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 humbling, mm-hmm. it's boring, it's tiresome, but that's true service. Absolutely, and some people prefer that kind of service mm-hmm. too. So yeah. it's really um, it's the body of Christ yeah. coming together, and it's good for all of us to experience what other yeah. people do, even if that's not your gifting. Yeah, to experience it. Yeah, absolutely. You, you want the true confession true here, confession. though. Yeah. So I was. I our our podcast network is mm-hmm. run by Felice Gerwitz. Yay, Felice! And a, you know, vintage homeschool mom podcast. And Felice loves kicking things off. I mean, she comes up with ideas, and I love idea people. Mm. And uh, so she had this Christian Communicators Conference uh-huh. down in Florida. And, you know, we're up here, Maryland, Delaware area. And uh, so I went down for her conference. And so there's all these people here and all these stuff. And I know good and well from all the conferences that we've been part of um, how much work goes into oh, that. Yeah. And at the end of the conference, I was exhausted, uh-huh. and I was getting ready to go, you know, drive to visit my family, who my parents live in Florida, so I was going to go visit them. And I said to myself, how fun, I am going to walk out of this conference and not do any of the cleanup. <gasps> and I didn't do anything. Wow. But it was, it was... If you knew Vicki, that might be the first in her lifetime. And I don't like cleaning up, but it's part of, you know, like knowing there was a cleanup culture there. Yeah. Um, but it was... So kids need to... Hey, I've, dozens of years of, of, of being part of the cleanup team. Yeah, absolutely. And it was nice to not be part of the cleanup team. Well, and that brings up a really good point, though, is if we are always the cleanup team, then Mm -hmm. other people don't ever have to be the cleanup team Mm -hmm. or don't ever get to be the cleanup team. Mm -hmm. And honestly, all of our children, we all are similar Mm -hmm. in that we are pitcher inners and doers, and if there's cleanup to be done, Mm -hmm. we start doing it and we expect our children to do it. Uh Uh-huh. And I think what you did is a really good thing because I know that my children who are now, you know, young adults have kind of shared they were happy to help most of the time. Mm -hmm. 
they wondered why they we helped all of the time and other people never helped. So this is a, a good way. Maybe we should leave it here. Yeah. Is moms? Yeah. What you hear us saying is is that you know you're probably Don't. like us, like you're probably all in, mm-hmm. volunteering all over the place, and yep. it is sometimes for us who do everything the wise thing to do is step back and make some invitations yes like like kim does you know i wonder who mm-hmm. and uh you know so on the grown-up level including other grown-ups who are standing on the fringes waiting to be invited because mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't have that the the umph to yes. make that first step so they need the invitation yeah so that it's it's just a thing to think about yeah yeah absolutely yeah well, that does sound like a good place to yeah. uh, to finish up for today. So we're so glad you joined us. We hope you enjoyed your time with us. Um, we sure enjoyed time with you. Um, and so this has been the Homeschool High School podcast. And we are delighted to be a part of Felice's network, the ultimate podcast, the ultimate homeschool podcast network. There you go. We, we, we are name. someday going to get it down. We have yes. a new name, <laughs> relatively new name. Yeah. Um, and so we just hope that you and yours have a blessed day. If you enjoyed your time with us and you have a minute to go over to iTunes and give us some stars, yes. give us some questions, give us some feedback. Um, what was helpful? Any suggestions you want to share mm-hmm. with uh, other Seventh Sisters? And we'll look forward to talking with you again soon. 